This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke and I am joined with the Dr. Jake Jacobs. Jake, how are you, sir? Fantastic, Duke. I love retirement. You get to dress like a bum. I can't wait to get there. Look at you, brother. I got my Young Americans for Freedom t-shirt Let me on. guess, you're wearing sandals under that desk. <laughs> yes. Oh, God help us. <laughs> All right. So, here we go. We're going to talk to start the show today by talking about Ron DeSantis. And I repeat, I- I'm amazed at how many so-called Republicans don't like him. Uh, the, I understand why the left hates him, but there are a lot of rhino reti- Republicans who just don't like him because he seems to be the only Republican governor, the only one who's actually governing in a conservative way, It's at least when it comes to education. Listen to what he's done now. He has signed a law, in, uh, a, a law into being that defunds universities from using DEI programs. In other words, you can't racialize our classrooms, our hiring practices. You can't force professors to take racial litmus tests. The left is losing their mind, but so is half the right. Take a listen to what Ron DeSantis has to say. So the first bill that I'll be signing is SB 266. Um, And what this does is reorient our universities uh, back to their traditional mission. And part of that traditional mission is to treat people as individuals, not to try to divvy them up based on any type of superficial characteristics. Um, We're going to elevate merit and achievement uh, above identification with certain groups. And in order to do that, uh, we had to uh, look at this new concept, relatively new concept, called diversity, equity, and inclusion. And um, when I see diversity, I think like, you know, different viewpoints have a robust academic discussion in the university. Isn't that what they're for? In reality, what this concept of DEI has been is the attempt to impose orthodoxy uh, on the university, and not even necessarily in the classroom, but through the administrative apparatus of the university itself, and that manifests itself in a number of different ways. Uh, But this has basically been used as a veneer to impose an ideological agenda, Uh, and that is wrong. And in fact, if you look at the way this has actually been implemented across the country, uh, DEI is is better um, viewed as standing for discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. And that has no place in our public institution. Goodness, that is what you and I have professed, because I'm a professor, you're a professor, we both have PhDs, we're both teachers. You and I have been saying to each other since we met, what, 12 years ago at a Tea Party rally? That's where we met. You were speaking, I was speaking. The only two conservative professors perhaps in the whole state. On this very issue. On this very issue, 12 years ago. The difference is, that's what he said is everything we've said. The difference, A, is he's a governor. B, he just legislated this. This is absolutely stunning. How could you argue with what he said? Duke, he understands, to quote him, that wokeism is at war with the United States of America. They, by many many means or any means necessary, are determined to to destroy our republic under God. He recognizes that, and so therefore he's trying to do to the best of his ability, through legislation, what's happening with critical theory, critical race theory, the 1619 Project, Black Lives Matter, Marxism at school curricula, he sees that all they focus in on is the bad and the ugly, and he wants balance brought back into education. That's all any of us want. I testified before a Wisconsin hearing a couple Wednesdays ago 
the the uh, the the assembly in the state of Wisconsin and the Senate, the state Senate, they're both uh, ruled by Republicans, large majorities. And so we finally got through to them that they were going to hold hearings about free speech on campus. So I testified here at my own university. And what we asked for is exactly what DeSantis is talking about. We don't want and I look as as conservative as I am. I would never want the universities to become as right wing as they are left yep. or any public education or any private education. But we're nowhere near that. What this is with the DEI crowd, we have power. We will promote our worldview. We will demonize and cancel you for your worldview. And that's at our universities. DeSantis, among the many things that he said is, is that this is, you said it, balance. Give the kids, if you're a progressive teacher, I'm not saying you shouldn't be progressive. But damn it, let me as a conservative give them another side of this without endless litigation, Title IX complaints, all kinds of goofy stuff that you, you getting fired from your university job because, you know, you weren't, you called them the founding fathers, right, right? When you were a That's teacher, right. Le- you had to leave the public school because it was getting harder and harder and harder I, to tell the truth. I called it a republic under God. Oh. You know, this is interesting. They say that uh, teachers are not to be activists, and yet that's the very thing we're dealing with. When Howard Zinn, the Marxist Howard Zinn, the number one selling book of people's history of the United States, he called himself a socialist activist. How about Henry Giraud, the pedagogy, the pedagogy of resistance. He is so popular from Boston University that he spreads this Marxism across the country. They're activists. They call themselves proud Marxist activists. And DeSantis, you know, by the way, he's he's now, uh, he's the new Hitler. He's the new fascist in, 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 as far as politicians go. Uh, before you know it, they'll be calling him the Italian face of white supremacy. Yeah, and can I say this? This is going to be potentially controversial to our audience. If you, if you are supporting Trump attacking DeSantis, you're part of the problem. Look, Donald Trump has every right to try to lower the, the power of somebody else. DeSantis is the only candidate right now who's even in the running with him. So I don't mind Donald Trump trying to do a p- oppositional research or try to uh, twist a little bit what DeSantis is saying. That's par- big boy politics. But when Donald Trump starts lying about DeSantis and arguing that things like this are too extreme, that, that his, his, the limiting of abortion to a certain number of, of, of weeks that the Europeans do, that, that's too much. This is nakedly dishonest. If there's anything that is going to make me not want to vote, vote for Do- De- Donald Trump if he is the candidate, fair and square, the one thing that's going to stop me or make me think twice is that, that you're so eager to win that you are tanking the, the few Republicans who are actually trying to make better worlds, things that you say you would do if you were elected and you didn't do when you were. This makes me very angry, very, very angry. Duke, Duke if I can add, it's yep. interesting because when, when Donald Trump went up against uh, the Republican machine, the rhino machine, 
he got pretty nasty, and he and he just he destroyed a lot of Republican candidates. That was his mode of operation. It worked. Then he went up against the Hillary machine, that corrupt Hillary Clinton machine. He went up against that machine, and it worked. By the way, that machine will you know is still is still in operation. That the the, the left wing Obama Hillary Clinton corrupt machine. But the point is, is that Trump thinks that okay, it worked against the rhinos. It worked against Hillary machine, but he's got to be very prudent, very wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove when it comes to attacking this very uh, efficacious governor from the state of Florida. He's a key player right now, and if he was smart, he would actually keep him close to his chest and not try to destroy him. You said it. When it comes to DeSantis, who happens to be his biggest rival, he is as harmful as a serpent and as naive as a dove and you said it if because i don't i don't think desantis would do it but if you were donald trump what i would do is i would embrace desantis i would immediately offer him at to be my vice president candidate i would and now i would know as trump he wouldn't do it but just by doing it you would have brought them together you would have acknowledged that he's doing good work in a state we need that he's on the right track whether I am a president or he is president, the, the, the republic is in good hands. What you're basically saying now, that Ron DeSantis is nothing more than Hillary Clinton. You're arguing that same stupid ideology. It, it just is, it's a bad look. And in the end, that kind of behavior is going to guarantee a Democrat wins. You know, it makes me think of uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt when he split the Republican Party and created the Bull Moose Party. This, uh, If Trump acts like a bull in a china shop right now, he is going to split the party down the middle and open up the door for Michelle Obama or, uh, you know, Biden or uh, you're Newsom using the, or whoever. You're using the future tense. Is it the future or is it happening already? It is, this is not a future thing. He's doing it. He is doing this now. You have what? And I've made this point before. As much as I liked Donald Trump, voted for him. However, we are in a situation now, and I don't think you can deny this reality, that 25, 27, maybe even 30 percent of Republicans aren't going to vote for him. They're just not. They call them rhinos. Call them, uh, disaf- call them disaffected Republican moms and da- moms who don't like the vulgarity. Call it whatever you want. But the reality is, one out of every four Republicans probably isn't going to vote for him. Okay. And if if that's true, I'm sorry, Jake. It's all right. But if that's true, then given that the one candidate that the Democrats can put forward that every Democrat, if the Republicans, if there's if there's one candidate the Republicans can put forward that would motivate Democrats to vote. It's not Trump. stay home. It would be Trump. Trump. How do you overcome that? All a huge number of Democrats will turn out to vote against. I, I, right now, I'll tell you this is true. A much higher percentage percentage of de- Democrats would would go to the polls to vote against Trump than would go to vote against DeSantis or pretty much any other Rep- Republican candidate. That's not just because Donald Trump is the only Orthodox conservative. He is neither Orthodox, Orthodox nor a conservative. conservative. Right. These are the realities. And so what's, what is Trump doing? He's putting himself before everything, which unfortunately he does very often. Well, I'll have to admit, when he gives speeches and he talks about I, 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 instead of we, 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 I'm, I'm thinking, come on, Mr. President, you've got to find a better way of communicating great ideas. It, it, look, at I still 
uh, really like President Trump. I really like the, the, the strength of character. He destroyed the Republican rhinos. He destroyed the Hillary machine. He became president. He accomplished a lot. He didn't just talk to talk. He walked to talk in a lot of ways. I was suspect there was good Trump, bad Trump, but he came through and he accomplished quite a few conservative, you know, not, not 100%, maybe 60%. Uh, he spent way too much money. He allowed the bureaucracy to get away with a lot of things. He should have fired a lot of people a lot quicker within the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ. But the point is he accomplished a hell of a lot more than a George W. Bush or anybody else uh, recently in American history. So therefore, I still want somebody like him and would hope and pray that he doesn't continue to do like you're saying this stupid asinine reaction to DeSantis and what you said is demonstrably true he did accomplish a lot with a lot of things against him an entire swamp that for all his talk he couldn't drain or wouldn't drain so he had a lot of he had a lot of things working against him I'm not criticizing his decisions as as president could have done more should have done more stop appointing liberals basically to the department of education that kind of stuff so as a president, I have no, no, no problem. But now when we're in a different kind of a world, and I don't think you would argue with me that there, he is going to be the most polarizing. He is going to drive Democrats to the polls. And there are significant numbers of Republicans who won't vote for him. How does that add up to any kind of an election, uh, an electoral college victory? I don't understand that. And if you're going to try to do it anyway, you should be not trying to destroy anybody who dares challenge you. If it's, it's a sign of weakness. If you can't out-argue DeSantis, if you can't out-debate him, then you don't deserve to be president. You're Donald Trump, right? You, you, you've managed to get this far, but suddenly now you're, you're more afraid than you are up for the challenge. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Duke, you're, you're, you're a thousand percent spot on. I couldn't agree with you more. I can only hope and pray. We can only hope and pray. You know, ideally, let me ask you, see if you would agree with this. He would say, I'm not running, and I'm going to endorse a Ronald DeSantis, Ronald Dion DeSantis, and he would, he would go across the whole country campaigning for Governor DeSantis. You know it would be hysterical if that was the case? And he promised, uh, but, but DeSantis promised to make Trump the ambassador to the United Nations? Oh, would that not that just would be, be that would hysterical? be wonderful? You also said something else, Jake, uh, that I think is important to remind people of. I remember when Obama became president, and every speech was I, I, I. Every speech was I, me. I remember one speech was 64 times he used the word I. How can we as conservatives mock and deplore that as we should yeah. when pres former president? Trump is doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I used to the, cringe when he did it's, that. It is cringy. It is cringy. It is. Nevertheless, you are exactly right that as a president, he is vastly superior to what we have now. Uh, Trump is. But come on, man, earn it. Get the people to rally around you. Uh, if you've got 25%, 30% of Republicans would only do it holding their nose, that was the first time. You're not going to get more of those. You're not going to get more Republican vote this time. There's no way. You can only get less. Meanwhile, what's going to turn Democrats out at the polls? Sorry to be, a, sorry to be repetitive here. It, it's, it's a behavior drives me nuts. I, I, can you think of another governor since possibly Reagan? And even he was handcuffed by California. Can you think yeah. of another governor who, who's already 
taken the kind of brave stands le- legislatively that DeSantis has taken? No, I absolutely. He's not perfect. No, he's not perfect. And Alex Newman, who, who knows right. him, has been with him, will tell us that. But I'll tell you what, he's an amazing governor who's accomplished quite a bit, and he's willing to stand up in the arena and actually do something about the wokeism that's destroying this country. So therefore, I, like you, am, am profoundly attracted to him as, as a major candidate. And if I was Donald Trump, I would figure out a positive, affirmative way to endorse him, or at least work along with him. Well said. Still to come, University of Buffalo students, student government, looks to cancel a Young Americans Foundation Club for simply following conservative Michael Knowles' speech. We're talking about that hypocrisy after the break. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. Welcome back. This is our second segment with Jake Jacobs, Dr. Jake Jacobs. First one, we talked about uh, the DeSantis, how Ron DeSantis was going about his business. We talked a little bit down about Donald Trump. But now we come to the universities, and they're embarrassing. We have a Buff- University of Buffalo in New York, a student government organization, is trying to cancel the, cancel the YAF organization, Young Americans Foundation, Uh, for freedom ultimately, trying to cancel them simply because they brought Michael Knowles to campus, the conservative uh, from the Daily uh, Daily Wire, his speech, uh, they didn't like it, they couldn't stop at the progressives, so now they're trying to phase out particularly this club. Uh, Jake, you picked this story, even though I'm the university professor currently, and I'm glad you did because it just shows you that when government is in the hands of leftists, even student governments, which can really accomplish next to nothing, it's always about cancellation and censorship. Dude, is this University of Buffalo? Is that in China? Is that in <laughs> communist China? I mean, what's Buffalo going- Wings, right? <laughs> I mean, what's going on here? I mean, I've ha- I have the honor of working with Young Americans Foundation. I'll be out in D.C. here in a couple of weeks. At a, they're actually now starting to have middle school conferences because they're so concerned that the wokeocrats are going younger and younger. They're trying to reach into the hearts of younger Americans with all this poison. It's an interesting side note, by the way, which is important to the, what's happening at University of Buffalo. YAF was created by William Buckley uh, as a counter to Students for Democratic Society, which was a socialistic organization in its origin with Tom Hayden and many others in the early 60s. And they've done an incredible job of actually influencing young Americans at the high school and collegiate level for well over 60, 70 years. And they're being attacked because they are one of the key organizations, conservative organizations, that are actually a great alternative to what's happening on college campuses. And that's why they want to shut them down. It's Herbert Marcuse's repressive tolerance on steroids. Yeah, and and what's so brazen about this is you would think if the University of Buffalo was smart, they would stop this because this is bad publicity for them. And if this were to bleed off campus, there's no way they would be allowed to get away with this. The adult, the so-called adults at this university should say, hey, 
even if they want to sell out, look, protesting liberals, we understand why you hate these guys. We hate them too. But you know what? This is a university and you can't vote them away just because you don't like them. I repeat, we're with you. This is outrageous. Knowles is a fascist. The, the YAF chapter is full of uh, Nazis. Okay, but we've got to at least pretend to protect the Constitution. And wink, wink, it's only pretend, but they can't do that. I'm kind of surprised you're taking this angle because it was the administration that wouldn't allow Alan West. Remember, he right? ran for governor of Texas last year at the same university. So, Duke, I mean, come on, you, you're, you somehow think there's pragmatism and reality in well, the minds of these woke administrators? My point is, is if they did it one time, just one time they said that, they could have 10 years of goodwill to do the exact opposite. It's, it's not about doing the right thing. It's about CYA. I mean, just uh, once one of these universities has to say, you know what, we're not going to let this stand. We're going to punish you for trying to punish people, and we're going to – then you've done it. The next 10 times in a row, when you stultify and censor conservatives, you could say, well, now we, we're doing it both ways, see? We, we did this. If they were clever, they would at least have one episode in which they could point to it. And this is minor. This is student government. This is not a racist riot on campus. This is not um, uh, uh, denying somebody tenure, which could end up in a court. This is misguided gover student government people, co college kids, deciding they're going to use their power to punish speech. This is low-hanging fruit. All you got to do is say, we're with you, but we have to adjust this. No, but th you, they can't even do that. You're giving them a lot of credence. We have to look. You got to watch. You have, we yeah, have to see. We have, we have a piece up with Michael Knowles. Here goes. Thursday evening, a club for UB students called Young Americans for Freedom held an event where Michael Knowles was slated as the keynote speaker. The topic of the night was how radical feminism destroys women and everything else. The event came right on the heels of his controversial comments about the LGBTQ community. Now, I am not quite sure how one could hear those words and conclude that I was calling to murder all of the transvestites because I clearly expressed a special concern for the good of these sexually confused people. Presumably, therefore, I would not be interested in murdering them. I referred to transgenderism, ism referring to a doctrine, a system, a set of beliefs. Knowles took the time to address the controversy before sharing his thoughts on feminism and holding a Q&A before closing the event, but not without pushback from members in the audience. Just a man to be speaking on feminism and transgenderism, just... It's just, it's not right. Yeah. Yeah, how dare you have an opinion if you have a penis? Shut up. Right? And, and, and that's feminism about equity and inclusion, right? It's not right, Jake. You know, a man speaking about feminism. Look, as a man who's, sp who's spoken about feminism on college campuses for 20 years and paid a high price for it, I say in the words of the American general, nuts to you, lady. Yeah, hey, I gotta tell you what, I'm glad I'm retired from this stuff. You still have to put up with this madness. And I use the word nuts in both of its capacities. <laughs> nuts to you, young lady. You're not gonna silence me or anybody else from pointing out how anti-socialist, social and destructive modern academic feminism has become. You know what, ladies? You have achieved freedom under the law. It is not legal anywhere in this country to discriminate on the basis of your gender, okay? That's done feminist movement over. What remains of feminism is you telling men that they're toxic, demanding extra entitlements that men don't have. For instance, we can have all women's colleges, but not all men's colleges. 
that kind of garbage. We're not buying it anymore. And toxicity is feminism these days because it's not about equity or equality. It's about power. And you know it's true. Jake, the last word. <laughs> last word. God help America. And that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support the show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. If you want to spring for some blood pressure lowering, med lowering medicine for me, we'd appreciate it. For all of us at the Dr. Duke Show, thanks. We'll see you next time.